previously on Diceology. Juniper, I'm sorry. Uh, a child's sick. I need help. There's a flower I need to start synthesizing an antiviral. There might be Can some I... in the mountains, is what I'm saying. And you know them better than anybody. I'll find it. Don't worry. You are lost. But oh, not good. like lost in the environment. You're lost <laughs> hanging out with Aira. <laughs> you Oops. are not paying attention to things. Totally. So you completely miss the ship flying over your head back towards Copper Ridge. Oh, no. But what you do find while you are wandering about is you find an indent in the snow. Okay. It appears to be, you take a long look at it, and it appears to be ship-shaped. And there's melt marks from where it came in and left. And then the, the footsteps stop at a particular one, and there's wires sticking out of it. Uh, that's a navigational core. What does that mean? Uh, it holds coordinates. Uh, if you hook me up to it, maybe I can get the information off of it. Okay, here. And she like, kind of like holds her hand out a set for a second and a projection of the Runa system appears. Here. What did you call this? Hold Moon 4 now, I guess? Well, and then she kind of zooms in further and she's like, there's a facility with apparently functioning databanks over there. Could it help you learn about who you were? I don't know. It looks like it's probably some sort of governmental or military information. Maybe. But it'd be a long shot. I'm gonna go up the hill and I'm gonna see if I can find a good patch of those um, aurora blossoms. Yeah. Still a sick kid, you know? Of course. Big day. Yeah. Big day. I think because you have not so limited eyes, you spot it first. But next to Rosewood's temple, there's a ship. As you get closer, you can see that, like, there was a shootout. Like, there were windows busted. Wait, I'm Uh, sorry, in Rosewood's home? Yeah. Shit. And as you guys get pretty close, like, 100 yards, so Aira can see this clearly too, there's the sound of splintering wood, and you watch Rosewood get pushed, kicked, thrown, it's unclear, through his front door and hit his like front porch and steps hard and roll to the ground. And then what appears to be a woman steps out. She's very short, 5'1", five, 5'2". Five, She's wearing heavy armor and robes uh, and a helmet that covers her entire head. She's holding a pistol that looks relatively similar to yours. It's not a revolver, but it's just, it looks familiar. And Rosewood's like lying on his back. He looks like he's been shot. And she like kneels down on him, like she straddles his chest. And I think Aero really quickly whispers, we should hide. I think Juniper just says, no, I'm sorry, I can't. And she's gonna like kind of go over there. Okay, and like Aero, she steps with you. So as you get closer, you start, you see the woman like stick the gun underneath Rosewood's chin. Mm-hmm. And you can start seeing, you can start hearing their conversation over like the wind and snow. And she's like crooning, like it's weird. It super seems like she knows him. Sure. And she's like, Look how far you've fallen. A doctor from the nowhere piece of shit town. You said you wanted to escape. 
Rosewood. Brother gone. What's worse? A dream blood? You're hosting a dream blood? I can smell her everywhere in your home. What? You sleeping with it? That's what you're into now? She like shoves the gun a little bit closer up and she's like, I wasn't good enough? Okay, yeah, um, this is a moment of angry impulse for Juniper. She is sure. going to shoot at this person. Oh, Lord, okay, all right. There is we just are... pure fury and anger and not a second thought about it. Wow, okay, all right. So, since we're using guns, uh, this is going to be a difficulty five. <laughs> okay. Especially because you're lost. Ah, shit. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, you get one die for doing a thing. <laughs> yay. I'm using the athletic trait here. Okay. Um, I would say I'm for sure running at her. Okay, so pistol run shooting. Pistol run shooting. So that's up to four. That's no, that's five. Or five. With, uh, that's one for doing a thing, one for athletic. Oh, you're right, you're right. Pistol run shooting. So you're at five. Would you like uh, to use your secrets? Oh, heck yeah, I would. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think we're going to use secret of the lucky break here. Um, okay. So once so, per session, I can keep my pool dice when I succeed. So go ahead and use them all. Yeah, so... So you have four, so that's up to nine. Actually, wait a second. I can't tell if it would be smarter to use my other secret here. No, I don't think there's a I lot mean, of tags under anything you else. Can, you could use both if you'd like. But then you won't have one for later. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sensing this is going to go poorly, so I'm thinking maybe just... All right, so you're going to roll the lucky nine. break. I'm going to so roll, gonna roll nine, nine for And try five. and get five. Yep. Okay. <laughs> wow. All right. Yep. Let's this see. This is happening. This is super happening. Yeah. <gasps> I did it. I <laughs> oh, my God. I only failed twice. The rest were successes. I got seven successes. Wow. <laughs> that okay. was a lucky break indeed. <laughs> all right, and you get all your dice back. Yay! Oh, like I said earlier, anger can be good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're running, and Aira's keeping up with you. And then you just, like, pull the gun out of your backpack, right? Like. Yeah, yep. And this is a blind so fury. Yeah, and it's so big and it's so loud, right? So it just crow like out through the whole through the whole night, right? Mm -hmm. And you hear it make this loud clang, and it hits her like square in the helmet, and she gets knocked down. The helmet goes flying, her gun goes sliding out of her hand, and like I think Rosewood's in too much pain to like get away or anything, but she takes a minute to like stand up. And uh, she, she looks like she's maybe in her early 30s. She has silver hair. Cause like, I think we're, cause it's dark, but I think the ship has like lights, you know, like how planes have lights on the outside of them. Yeah. So like she's well lit cause she's right under mm -hmm. her own ship. And she's got this silver hair and like she looks and turns to you to turns towards the person that shot her, right? Okay, wait, to be clear, can I, like, pick, like, the gun, like, slid out of her hand. Can I, like, pick it up really quickly and be pointing both guns at her? No, I think it's far, I think it went further away from both of you, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, and she, like, looks at you, and her eyes look like opals. Like the opal gemstone. Like, just, there's no pupil, there's no iris, just, like, pure nah. opal. And, like, nah. she stands up. And I think she puts like her boot on like Rosewood's chest and he groans. Uh, and you can see like there's red in the snow. And she like looks at you for a second and then looks down at him and she says, you gave her my 
fucking gun that I made you? I think, like, I think at that, Juniper, like, kind of a grim smile goes across her face, like, just because that's kind of satisfying to her. I mean, she's not happy by any means, but it's kind of like, no. (laughs) And so this woman's, like, looking at you, and she's like, you're the dream blood. I can smell it. That's right. That's right, I'm a dream blood. You should be much more afraid. Should I be? I've never met one of you. So few left. I'd take out, if I kill you, I'd take out what? 3% of what's left of you? Well, let me introduce myself. And this is the point where she's going to try to enter with this woman's mind. Okay, all right. With with intention to cause harm. And that probably, that might look like hallucination. Okay, Um, yeah. And mind reading because she's trying to find the weakness. Um, Mm -hmm. Blind fighting maybe? Does that apply here? I think that would be helpful for keeping, while you're doing this, that would help you from just getting like, attacked physically like it would let you defend yourself to some degree okay so one for doing something one for dream blood one for blind fighting one for read mind one for hallucination um yes i think this is a four okay wait is that five dice That's five dice. I think this is a four because the first three are, she's at least trained to understand what could happen to her. She's not going to be taken Mm -hmm. off guard by this. That's fair. And the last one is because you're still lost with the fact that you're also kind of managing Aira, who's probably about to kind of enter the scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cause things to happen. Certainly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so I have four pool dice left. Yeah, so you're rolling five and you need four unless you use some pool dice or a secret. It might be worth using my other secret here. Fair. Um, so that's so secret of experience. So on, once per session, I can use tags for more than one trait when I make a roll. And in that case... I think, I honestly, can I use like command? Because really this is about me taking control. Yeah, I'd hear command and presence for sure. Okay. I'd also hear hardy, like mentally hardy. Yep. So you're up to eight. Yep. And then let's see. Trying to think of I think that might be it. To use I think that ones. might be up. Uh, okay. Are you going to use any pool dice? Yeah. So I need four successes. Yeah, and you're at eight right now. I think I'm going to use two pool dice. Okay, so... This is you're important. Rolling, you're rolling ten, trying to get four. Yep. And you have two left in your pool after this, and you will have no more secrets up your sleeve. Yep. It's so fine. What is It'll this be l- fine. What does this look like? What do you say other than what you've already said? Honestly, I mean, I think that's it. I think she just says, well, allow me to introduce myself and then tries to like just push her way into her mind like really aggressively. Okay. And what's the effect you're trying to go for with getting in there? Because you're using hallucination. Are you trying to make her see something? Um, yeah, I think that I think the move here is like, well, I'm also using read mind, so I think I'm trying to find really what terrifies her and kind of manifest that as a hallucination. Uh-huh. It's pretty dark, and then kind of just basically incapacitate her. Right. Yeah. Senses essentially. Yeah. Um, to make her completely disoriented, um, like seeing things that aren't there, like every direction is like wrong, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah which would give me kind of an open shot. All right, roll. 
not good. No. I got three successes. Oh. Oh, that's heartbreaking. Oh, God. Okay. Well, you get one pool dice back, so you're up to five out of seven. Um, <laughs> unless you'd like to use your advance right now to add an extra tag and roll one more die. I was just thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I could, you don't let me re-roll? I'd let you roll one more. On top of what you've already right. rolled. Right. Okay. Mm. I'm trying to think of what it would be. <laughs> or what I, have I a want good it to be. I have a suggestion. Okay, what's your suggestion? So, uh, in the Lady Blackbird book, there's a pretty standard tag for um, people who have different types of blood, like storm blood or uh -huh. flame blood or whatever, and it's called channeling which is basically just letting magical energy run through you. Okay. It's a really good tag because it's like, you can channel and do anything. It's like basically one of those ones where you can just kind of like almost always slap it in there, okay. you know? Yeah. Let's do that. Okay, so Lady Blackbird can now channel. Good to know. And you have spent your ad advance. Yeah. Cool. All right. So, so real quick, let me update that. Advance gone. Tell me what this looks like where you're like using this new thing for the first time. So I think what she initially tries to get into this woman's mind, she can feel the pushback and like mm -hmm. it's scary. And I think because um, she doesn't get that a lot. Like, yeah. And so... I think really like this new thing is totally powered by just pure emotion. Like, gotcha. like just this deep desire to succeed out of like this deep anger and this deep love for Rosewood, like uh -huh. this appreciation and, um, and just pure determination. So Good. I think it's okay. like, I think it, I think it almost, like, she can kind of feel it, like, through her arms. Like, there's, like, an electrical current running through her arms. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe through her chest. Okay. So. All right. So roll that die. Okay. So to be clear for the listener, if I s get a four or higher on this roll, then I can succeed. But if mm -hmm. I fail, then I fail. <sighs> It's a four. Did you get it? It's a four. <laughs> oh, okay. Just enough. Okay. Just high enough. So I think that like you, we see this woman's opal eyes go wide, and you start getting all of these like images and flashes, and so much of it is religious, like fire and brimstone style religion. And mm -hmm. you find, you pick up the like you pick up her name. You can like hear it echoed. Uh, this is Sister Stray. And Sister Stray, what she fears most is that she is actually a sinner and that she will be damned. So what happens from her perspective is like, she feels you like get this rush of energy and like she breaks. And at first she thinks she's fine. And this is when Aira comes around the corner and she's glowing because it's nighttime. So Aira comes into her field of vision, and from her perspective, she grows 20, 30 feet tall and winged. And like from your perspective, like we get like a cut back from your perspective as you like breathe out because you've already you've completed your ability here. And she you see her drop to her knees, staring up at something that just isn't there. And like we would cut back to seeing her perspective again and you hear this just thunderous voice. I, the 11th saint, condemn you. And like, she feels like the earth, like opening up to pull her in. And so like, we, and she starts screaming, right? And like, if it was a film, like there'd be all these sound effects and like music. And then we would cut back to you and she's just screaming. Like there's no, we don't hear or see anything from mm -hmm. her perspective. And she just falls over on the ground writhing for the time being. 
And Aira kind of like looks at her and looks at you. She reaches out to straight, like she wants to hold you. She wants to support you because you look tired. Like you've done something. And she's like, Aira says, are you okay? What's, what happened? So I think that, um, I think that Juniper had pulled out her gun and was like preparing to shoot this person just who is like, like she's not thinking. I mean, this is like completely just like a product of rage. Um, but then like when she hears Aira's voice, she kind of like lowers her gun and looks back at this person just wide eyed and somewhat horrified and just says, come on, I need, I need help. I need to, we need to tie her up. So Ira um, says, I, she like looks at her hands and she's like, um. No, it's okay. I, it's all right. Uh, I'll just. It's, what's happening to her? She's just lying I'll explain there, later. Screaming. Oh, okay. I'll be right back. And I think like, I'm going to like run inside. Um. And this is just, I think this is all in like a blur because I'm, I mean, I think it's still taking a lot of focus to keep this woman like in the position that she's in. But I think I know the house really well at this point. I mean, it's a small house and like I've spent a lot of time in it and just kind of being there. So I think there's got to be some kind of like thing that I could use as a restraint. There was a fight in here. Right. Everything's knocked over. Rosewood's rifle is like lying halfway across the room. There's bullet holes in the walls. So I think it takes a little bit longer than you'd like to find the things you want. Okay. Can I can though? Yeah. Yeah. I can just do it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um so I think I'm just like shoving stuff aside just frantically like I think a I mean the main goal is to find something to restrain her with and then B um, I think I think of it while I'm in there is like grab Rosewood's kind of like travel medicine kit if he has something like that. Oh, he super um, has something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I grab both of those things and just sprint back out there and I'm going to like restrain her as tightly and quickly as I can. Okay. You can totally restrain her. I'll let the whole hallucination ride. Um, okay. Especially since I think Aero's just kind of standing over her looking because mm-hmm. she's so confused yeah so she's standing over her sister stray and era is the basis for her hallucination to begin with right mm-hmm. so it's only helping mm-hmm. so you restrain her i think what would you restrain her with in the home uh it might be with like clothing like, i don't think he keeps rope Oh, wait, okay. no. Rosewood's the sort of man who would keep rope. Sorry. Silly me. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. so you, you've got her restrained, and you have the bag. And I think Rosewood is applying pressure to his own wound, which yeah, is... Yeah, I mean, the second she's, like, incapacitated, like, she can't move, and, like, I'm very confident in that, I'm going to rush mm-hmm. to him and, like, try to tend his wounds. Yeah, and I think Aira says, I'll keep watching. Thank you. Uh, so you get over to him and there's like a, are you aware of what a flechette is? I am not. A flechette is the ammunition used in a needle gun. So instead of firing bullets, it fires roughly triangular shaped thin darts of sorts. Okay. They cause an excessive amount of bleeding and pain. Okay, I think... So there's one sticking out of his, like, left upper bicep, essentially. Okay, I'm gonna, like, rip off, like, whatever sweater I have on and, like, mm-hmm. apply pressure to it and try to stop the bleeding after I, mm-hmm. like, take the the needle thing out. Yeah. And so he, he like, he's like... Ugh, um, Juniper. It's okay, you're gonna be okay. I'm here, all right? Uh, uh, suture tool. Suture tool. What? S- the suture tool, the in... Oh, oh, right, um... Left pocket. Sh- 
But she, like, rummages through the kit. Yeah. And hopefully finds what she's looking for. Yeah, you've seen him use this before. It's like a... Have you seen those, like, like they... Like, they're kind of like the, the... The trigger... The trigger, um... Uh, thermostats that some doctors use where they just like rub it across your forehead and it just like has a little light sort of thing. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like that. It's shaped like that, but it has like three prongs on it that you can like lower onto a wound and it'll start stitching it closed for you. Uh, So I don't think you need to make a roll here. Uh, I think you do it. Like, I think the moment you start doing that though, because he did not think to ask you to um, apply some sort of um, painkiller. He just kind of yells and screams while it happens, which Aira starts and like looks over her shoulder at that situation, but it only takes a few seconds, uh, after which he kind of, it's hard to know if he's just resting or if he really did pass out. Right. But he's no longer conscious. conscious. Okay. I think I'd feel for a pulse to make sure he's breathing. He is. Yeah. Aira, like, comes and kneels next to you. Okay. Um, Uh, I think, like, as she kneels next to me, like, I kind of turn around and I see, like, this woman just, like, still flailing. And I think I let go. I think I let go of what I'm doing to her. I think she... I think she's going to be groggy for a few minutes as she's kind of wrestling with... She has to come down, essentially. So, okay, I think I, it'll I think be I, a few minutes, yeah. Well, I think I'm gonna see that, and um, I think I'm gonna like kind of hold up a hand to, to Aira, like just one second, and run over there, and I'm gonna try to rip her helmet off first. Of all. Oh, you shot her helmet off already. Oh, it's totally gone. Okay, yeah, her helmet oh, and gun okay. are lying off and not too far away from you now. You could go collect those things if you'd like. Okay, um. Well, I think I'm just going to, like, hit her with the butt of my gun to knock her out. Hmm. You do have the ability to sedate if you'd rather just do that. Yeah, I wasn't sure if there was time to do that or not. Is there time? Yeah, you don't need to roll it or anything. Oh, okay. Um, If I can just do it. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, then I'm just going to do that. Narratively speaking, she does not have a lot of control right now. Yeah, that's fair. So... I don't, and you rolled a lot of dice at a lot of difficulty to make that and spent an advance to make that happen. <laughs> so. You're very kind. I, I'd like to let that ride. So yeah, you okay. can just like touch her forehead and like sedate her. If you'd okay, like. Yeah, then that's what I'm going to do for sure. I wasn't sure if I could do that or not. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, so I, I sedate her and then I come back to Aira and with both of them like, unconscious i think i just kneel on the ground and like tears just start like pouring down my face i think era era um kneels i think she might be crying too and she's like what do you need i think she's just i i think it's hard for her to like even get words out right now um like she's just sobbing um and i think she she almost like goes to like lean on Aira's shoulder, but like there's not really anything there. Right. And I think it's honestly, I think like the picture we get here is just the two of them like sitting in this blizzard with like, and there's like red blood stains like all around them. And, Mm -hmm. um, she's just like crying for a while. And then eventually like they're able to get up and like, I think (laughs) somehow she drags Rosewood inside. Um, Mm -hmm. And the sister Stray as well. Yeah. Do you want to call Delilah Flint? That's probably a good idea. Do you want to call the cops? <laughs> <laughs> Is that like maybe Aira's idea? Like, Yeah, maybe Aira's like, don't you know the sheriff? Right. There, the sh- there's the sheriff. Yes, the the sheriff. Um, and sh- I think Juniper like scrambles for her phone. Um, and makes the call. Flint picks up almost before the the first ring ends. Essentially, Juniper, are you all right? 
I I was just no. about to call. No, I'm not. Um, please hurry. Please hurry. We're safe for what's, now, but wait. What's wrong with you? I need your help. I'm I'm fine. I I've just it's there's someone here. Um, Is everyone? I need help, your help. I don't right? know what. Um, Rose has been shot. Shit. Uh, now let me let me get this straight. Now, Rose has been shot. Yes. Yep. Okay. And, and you're all right. I'm. I'm fine. I'm fine. Who shot him? A seeker of the eleventh saint. A what? Just, just please come. I'll explain when you get here. There's no time. There has to be time for this. Juniper, you... A new Empire ship just broke out, Mo. And they're, uh... What? A new Empire ship. A it new broke Empire out, ship? It's heading, it's heading towards Copper Ridge. It could be nothing, but... Fuck, okay. I, I'm, I'm on so my you way. you can't help me? Oh, thank you. I'll be there in five, ten minutes, tops. Like, you can hear her, like, throwing things, like, on her back. And, like, you can hear the sound of her, like, lizard horse. Um, <laughs> and, like, probably something like, now, Charlie, I know it's cold. Like, and, and, like, you hear, probably hear, like, a yeah, before, like, the uh, the call clicks up. What is Juniper's reaction to additional news? I think it heightens this kind of, I mean, I think what's going on here is probably a panic attack. Um, right. I mean, there's so much happening that's just so incredibly overwhelming. I mean, she, A, saw her friend get shot, essentially, or saw the body, and then shot a person and then caused her to violently hallucinate which is just like i mean that's not like juniper like that was totally out of like rage and like she's pretty horrified at herself um mm. for having that ability at all um no matter who this person is like no matter how terrible she is um i mean on top of that i'm sure like i mean it's freezing cold it's dark like she feels yeah. really alone her only lifeline here is Aira. Um, and she doesn't feel like she knows what to do. Like she feels like she's starting to feel helpless. Like even though she helped Rosewood and even though she's yeah. got this person restrained, like she still feels like it's not enough. And like, she's just panicking. Era says, Juniper. Juniper looks at her. S stay with me. Okay. She nods. Here's what we're going to do. Rosewood's warm and safe. I don't know what to do with this woman. But help is coming, and so is something else. Do you want to face what's coming, or do we need to run? I think she takes a few shaky breaths. We need to stay. I need to know that Rosewood is okay. You're, you're right. You're right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I should probably hide. I feel if that woman sees me, really sees me, that could cause even more trouble. Um, Juniper's like really reluctant to have her hide and like for her to turn off because this is her only friend right now. Like this is the only like person who's keeping her sane. But even in this like state of anxiety, she knows that Aira's right. Um, and so I think she just kind of gives a weak, hesitant nod. I'll listen. I'll hear you. And okay. I'm with you. Okay? Okay. 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 Um, thank you. I know. It's okay. Just, just hide. So she, like, is kneeling with you and, like, leans her head. Like, she wants to touch foreheads right now. Aww. Um, and as she does, she fades out. So, do you want to roll a fate die? Do you want to roll 1d6 and see who gets here first? Oh, this ship is coming to me. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep, let's do that. So, if it's high, Delilah gets here first. If it's low, the new Empire ship gets here first. 
Okay. <laughs> I'm so scared. Oh, it's a four. Okay, so Delilah gets here first. Thank God. So you hear quickly the just a minute or two after Aira dematerializes or turns off or whatever you want to mm-hmm. say. You mm-hmm. hear the the strange six legged legged gate of Delilah Flint's steed. And if you and there's no door anymore, so you just see her charging up and she's got her sword out, which and it's like flaming and everything. And she like gets off and I imagine you dumped Sister Stray on the front porch all tied up, yeah? Um, honestly, I was kind of imagining that she dragged her inside. Oh, just that's because good of, of you. the Just because of the elements. Sure, like, yeah, fair. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So Flint come, like, takes a look and you hear her just say, Saints above. And then calls it, Juniper, Juniper, where are you? I think Juniper just hurries into the room. She like sheathes her sword and like takes her hat off and like pushes her like blonde hair out of her her pale and freckled face and puts a hand on your shoulder. You did well. I'm so sorry. I should have been here. No, no. I I should have been there sooner. Um I lost track of time. I could have done something sooner. I'm sorry. You're all right. You're you're, you're fine. I'm so sorry. And that's the that's the one over there. Yeah. Okay. I I and don't she know. Goes, I don't know what to do with her. We'll figure that out in a minute. And she goes over and she like handcuffs her too, like puts on something. Good. And uh, she checks Rosewood's pulse. She's like, he's gonna be fine. He's gonna be just fine. Are you sure? Yeah. I'm sure. Okay. Okay, Juniper, we gotta talk. My estimate, that ship's just minutes. We've got minutes. Why why are they here? I don't know. But I checked on the way over and their course shifted. They're coming here, not to the town. I think we can rule coincidence out at this point. Fuck. Okay. You told me you were banished. Did, Did you do anything that you shouldn't have? It's like parole, right? Like you could break extra rules and you'd get worse, right? Right? Um, I, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, I just, I mean, I've stayed on this planet. Um, I don't, I don't know. What do you want to do? I'll back you up. I think, like in some part of Juniper's mind, there's like that faint, like hopeful possibility of like. They're coming to take me home, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's that, like, deep, like, desire that she has. Um, and I think that piece of her makes her say, um, it's okay, I'll stay. Um, they're from my home. I have to believe that they don't intend harm. All right. Well, let me see if I can get Rosewood conscious for this okay and juniper like starts pacing (laughs) and a couple minutes pass and then you hear the heavy hum this is a familiar sound this is like a new empire shuttle your father used to fly in these when he used to go uh captain or oversee dreadnoughts like the hms hand of sorrow or when he would just do go on trips, like he would ride in one of these if he was going to Hold Moon Four, for example. You're very familiar mm-hmm. with the sound of this ship. It's pretty angular and it's matte black and it has red and gold filigree all over it. And it lands and like the snow swirls around it and very quickly the 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 gangway drops. And a pair of figures come out. Uh, one is a bit older, older man with uh, long auburn hair tied back in a ponytail uh, with like silver and the temples. And he's wearing like military uniform. He's a, it's a little, it's a little loose, if that makes sense. Like it's not mm-hmm. super buttoned up. And behind him, there's a pretty young 
looking woman uh, carrying an, a like an assault rifle, like a military grade assault rifle in standard uh, New Empire uh, gear. And okay. they they look like they they're soldiers. They look suit they they're soldiers. And so like they immediately like see, oh, gunshots and stuff happened here. And uh, the woman like turns on a flashlight on her gun and like looks around and she says, I think this is clear. I think we're clear. And the man calls out, uh, Father Rosewood, Juniper, is anyone there? And Delilah looks at you like, and I think Rosewood is groggily coming to, not enough to make any real answers. Right. I think Juniper just nods at Delilah and uh, steps out the front door and shows herself. The man sighs, like he's like, oh, Juniper. Uh, Lady Blackbird, excuse me. Sorry. Do I know these people by chance, or? You definitely don't know her. Okay. He probably says, I don't know if you'll remember me. I, um, my name's Basil. I, uh, I used to fly for your father. Uh, I retired recently, and he did me a, quite a favor. Got me kind of a last minute. It's not important. It's not important. Yeah, and I had to repay it. So I'm. I just was supposed to come and check up on you for him. This is Olive. This is uh, X Ace Olive. What happened? Hi. Olive. Are you um, are you well? She's still like like the headspace that she's in is like really just like she's not super there. It's kind of. Like, she definitely feels, like, groggy, not in the tired way, but in the mentally exhausted way, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. And so, um, I think she says, like, thank you. Thank you for coming. Uh, I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. Um, we ran into some trouble, but uh, it's, I've got... The sheriff, um, that I'm not, I'm not hurt. It's okay. I'm okay. Uh, what can we do for you, my lady? He says. And I think at that, her head just clears like a little bit. And like her fingers kind of find like the device that holds Aira kind of subconsciously maybe. And Mm -hmm. she's like. Well, I might be able to use a ride somewhere. We could arrange that. Now? It seems that you're in danger. What about tomorrow? We were only supposed to check up on you, my lady. If right. This isn't a, this isn't a new empire jump gate, thank goodness, but... People might start acting, asking questions if we stick around. Right. Um, I understand. Uh, just, just give me a moment. Yeah. I'll have, um, I'll prepare the ship. You uh, stand guard. And when you go um, back in, you go back inside, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I go back inside and. Um, I think I first tried to see if Rosewood is awake. He's awake. And okay. he's like trying, he's trying to stand up. And Flint is like, it's all under control. It's going to be, f- and then they both notice you and look at you. I think I rush over to him and like put a hand on his shoulder to like soothe him and keep him down. Um, I think he reaches for your face. Hmm. Uh, she lets him take it. He's crying. I'm so sorry. This is all my fault. No, no. You didn't kill her, right? No, I didn't kill her. That'll just bring more of them, if you did. It wasn't your fault. This is my fault. I decided to take the chance, and I'm I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Did it work? Yeah, it worked. Um, Can I see? 
I think Juniper kind of looks at Delilah just with kind of a question on her face for Rosewood. I don't think he's picking up on something like that right now. Okay, I think she fair. does, though, and she's like, do I need to leave? Um, maybe if we could just have a moment. And she, like, looks at Rosewood and says, you stay down. And, like, as she, like, walks out, and I think she probably stands, like, right next to um, this ace, this ex-ace Olive. This, so, mm-hmm. so it's, like, this, like, it's probably, like, the weirdest thing in the world. It's, like, this, like, semi-futuristic, like, shock trooper sort of person with like a heavy mm-hmm. weapon standing next to like a cowboy with a broken sword that's on fire and they're both <laughs> staring at each other like <laughs> we're both guarding the same thing for now but i do kind of want to know which one of us could kick the other's ass like right <laughs> <laughs> totally i yeah that would be a fun fight to watch so i think juniper is there a way for Juniper to flip on the device, or is it kind of up to uh, Era? It's up to Era, to Era, but she's been listening. Okay, then in that case, um, I just say, Era, you can come out safe. So she, like, fades in, and Rosewood's like, oh, I get it. Yeah, I get it. What do you mean? be hard to say no to that someone in need and he like looks at her and she's like he's like are you leaving um i i'm sorry i i i have to this is this is my shot um at getting to the next place i need to be I asked them to wait until morning. I I wanted to spend one more night here and say goodbye. I, but they can't. I'm sorry. I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss you too. And he like looks at Aaron and he's like, take care of her. Then you come back and visit me. Don't worry, I will. Take it easy, okay? And I think she, like, takes the flowers out of her bag. Where would you like these? He, like, looks around at his semi-destroyed home. And he just kind of opens his hand. Okay, so she sets him in his hand. You let me know how that boy's doing, okay? They'll be all right. And I think he starts falling back asleep. Okay. Uh, I think, I mean, she doesn't really have much time here, right? So. No. I think she just, she goes and finds Delilah. So what are you going to do? She says, from the little Rosewood told me, half delirious, it's hard to understand all of it, but I think, I think I'm going to throw her in the hold that ship that she flew here in leave her and the ship in the middle of nowhere you're just gonna let her go the way rose would put it if we did anything to her more of them would show up well can't you just hold her here like in a prison cell she's very dangerous he said so and he said that they can hunt people like you and me and i i'm one woman Not without weapons, they can't. You and Rosewood together barely got this one. What if three, four, five more show up? With a hurt doctor and a dead sheriff, this town's done. Okay, okay. You're right. I don't don't want anything to happen to you. I'm I'm sorry. It's okay. I, I don't like it much. Rosewood and I will... We'll stick together. We're gonna, we'll, we'll, we'll stay with some folk. We'll have a rifle or two. And I'll keep an eye on her ship. And uh, wait for it to leave Atmo. Make the jump. Okay. But you get going. Okay. Right. Thank you. Um, for everything. 
You're welcome. Um, Juniper, like, hugs her really tightly before she leaves. I think Delilah, who's quite a bit older than you, probably kisses the top of your head in a pretty, like, older sister, mothery sort of way. Like, mm-hmm. she's like, go on. If you trust these folk. I glance back at the new Empire people and then back at Rosewood's home and um, just give a little nod and head to the ship. Ex-Ace Olive, she follows you up the ramp behind you. And the whole time you look over your shoulder, she never once points the gun anywhere towards you. She's covering you. Right. And you guys get in and this Basil person sitting at the controls and he says now just to be clear this is off the record as he's like flying up he's like she and I uh, already got into quite a bit of a hot hot water recently so we're not looking for much extra I understand we'll get you where you need to go promise thank you I, and by extension, she owes your father a lot. Your family's worried about you. But, uh... How are they? Well, as can be hoped. And, like, this conversation's happening while the ship is, like, flying, and, like, you you can watch from the, uh, from the window as, like, Rosewood's home with, like, the other ship next to it gets smaller and smaller until you can't see it anymore and until you're in the black. And the jump gate, like, swings into view. Basil, he looks at you and he says, Where are we heading, my lady? Hold Moon 4. My, oh my. And he, like, clicks three things, and you hear a voice say, You are clear to, uh, travel. Have a safe trip. And the jump gate whirs up and sucks the ship away. Diceology is hosted and produced by Dane Fogdahl. Lady Juniper Blackbird is performed by Natalie Wilcoxon. Lady Blackbird was developed by John Harper. Soundscrapes created by TabletopAudio.com. If you like the show, please rate and review us wherever you listen. It helps us more than you know. And if you'd like to follow us, you can find us on Twitter at DiceologyPod for behind-the-scenes photos and updates. Thank you for listening to Diceology. Diceology.